I'm a dude. He's a dude. We're three dudes. Saying stuff. Welcome to this week's podcast of Dudes Saying Stuff. So uh, we don't have any previews. We already did that. So we're going to have just kind of a short kind of mini episode. But uh, we've got some nice things to uh, talk about. Um, so with that being said, we actually have some listener questions that were sent in or statements and we're going to respond to them because <laughs> we're, we're a podcast of the people. Um, so we're going to play the first one from our newest person, Zach. Hey, dude saying stuff. Hey, this is team Dutch rudder checking in really loving the podcast so far and wanted to propose a question or a discussion topic for you guys. Uh, some of the negative feedback that I received on my A minus well reserved draft is around my dual tight end situation. So I wanted to bring it up, see what you guys thought. My strategy going into this year is I was looking at the tight end pool and I'm identifying five tight ends that make sense to me. So it's Andrews, Kelsey, Pitts, Kittle, Waller. I think if you don't have one of those five guys, you're just streaming each week. Maybe Schultz slips in. Uh, but that's that's my pick for 2022. Uh, so my strategy was at the time that I picked up Waller as my second tight end, I didn't love the wide receiver prospects. And I thought that there was some upside about uh, kind of collecting one of those top five tight end positions for a future trade option. So that's the. Uh... So, guys, you heard it. What's your feeling? He drafted a tight end early because he didn't like the wide receivers. For a trade target, what's your feeling on drafting a higher-end tight end for trade bait? Sacrificing Draft. depth and starters. Yeah, I mean, when you have so many other positions, like running backs and wide receivers, where you're required to start two or three or more at a time, and then you do another tight end, which I realize you can start them in multiple positions as well. There's just – even if you have two of the best tight ends, they're not – as consistent or going to score as high as some of the other talent that you potentially passed up on uh, during the draft. And while at some point someone may want to have one of those elite tight ends, I think the idea of doing it for trade bait, is just, I don't know. It's a strategy. Obviously I wouldn't uh, recommend, but I mean, new new guy in the league shaking stuff up. We'll see uh, how it works out for him. So, so as someone who has picked up, you know, free agent tight ends who were like number one and was able to trade one um, in a in a group deal, uh, I see benefit. However, like you're you're assuming Waller's coming back to eliteness. The dude's over thirty. He has less targets now with Adams in. So if maybe you went Andrews and Kelsey or, you know, you, you had Pitts and Kelsey, yeah, you can get a good return. But I don't see that in – I don't see that with Waller. And it, I think it works out well because doesn't he have Kittle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, yeah, he does. Who left practice today with a hamstring. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. I did not see that. <laughs> So, yeah, so he might just need it just for depth at this point. So, yeah, Jordan, did you have any anything you wanted to add with that or no? Um, Just real quick, we all know I gave Zach an A-. I think it was the highest grade of the uh, 
of all the teams from the drafts from the draft. And I'm going to stick to my guns here and say, I like the strategy. I think someone will definitely need a tight end late in the season. Maybe you can get some good, uh, you know, some good end of the season boost player, a good player out of that. So we'll see. Um, All right. Well, our next listener question. I hope that answered your, or is a good response, Zach, to your, your statement is from KB. <laughs> hey, dude, saying stuff. This is KB from Metri, longtime listener, first-time caller. I've heard a lot of great stuff through the first uh, couple episodes, but I got a couple bones to pick with y'all. Uh, one being in that first episode, you talked about the AFC West for a while, and you know talked about the Chiefs for about 45 minutes, talked about Herbert and the Chargers, Devontae Adams and the Raiders. I didn't hear one word about my Denver Broncos. And you guys claim to know, you know everything about the NFL and all the hot happenings with players. Did y'all forget that Russell Wilson and Sierra arrived in Colorado this summer? I mean, that's a championship waiting to happen, boys. So I propose a water bet that the Broncos will win their division. And I'll, do, I'll spin the wheel three times if I have to. And if any of you boys want to hop on my team, you can. But uh, I will do, I'll spin that wheel three times saying they're going to win the division. Number two. Uh, Jordan, you can suck my dick for that B minus. I know you love boys with tight ends, but my team is ace. Uh, shout out to the Dom for having my back with my picks. So you heard it. Um, KB's not happy. <laughs> not, he's not happy about, um, about, I guess, lack of respect for Denver. So, um, <laughs> I, I, I will say, I will say first, I'm sorry we didn't bring him up. They are a formidable foe. Um, but, I mean, I think it is a new quarterback. He's in a new system. Um, I, I, it's not out of the realm of possibility, without a doubt. But I think with Chargers and Kansas City who've been there, I think that, that, that league's going to cannibalize itself. You're getting, four, you're getting like three or four losses almost just being yep. in that division. Yep. Um, but, no. If their defense is as good as it was as last year, and that offense can move, they totally—it's not out of the realm of possibility. And I apologize for leaving them off, but Chargers are are, are really who I'm viewing. So, yeah, yep. I apologize um, for nothing. <laughs> okay. I mean, the Broncos obviously—they're going to compete now. They got a good quarterback. They, it seems like they've always been close enough. Uh, but just missing that final piece. I mean, they did it with Peyton Manning, who had a broken neck and a noodle arm. Um, I mean, if they get good play from their quarterback, obviously they're going to be in it to compete. Sorry we offended you, Kurt, if we didn't mention them while we were talking about the strongest division in the league. Um, but obviously they're going to be in there to compete. Now, will they win the division? I'm willing to take your bet and say No. I will. I will also take that bet. <laughs> I'll take the bet as well, Kurt. You're gonna be getting pretty wet. <laughs> All right, <laughs> sweet. So, you heard it. We're gonna respond to your questions, your statements, your water bets. Just go through Anchor, submit your, uh, submit what you wanna, what you wanna say. We'll review it. We'll and we'll uh, talk about it. So that's what we're here for. Um, but thanks, thanks for participating. Guys, yes, thanks, guys. We, we yeah. Love, yeah, we love it. Uh, we love it. We love our loyal listeners.
Now, a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Titan Hawk 3000, the strongest penis pump on the market. This machine is considered the eighth wonder of the world and a gift from God to men everywhere. Don't believe me? Take it from a satisfied customer who wants to remain anonymous, but let's call him Gordon Jicea. In college, I was known as Noodle Arm. What people didn't know is that I had a limp noodle below the belt as well. I tried everything, and nothing seemed to work until now. Thanks to the Titan Hawk 3000, I can now give my wife adequate lovemaking. There you have it. Take it from the testimony of one of the dudes themselves. I may have said too much. Anyways, buy the Titan Hawk 3000 today. So, um, next, we're gonna. This is we're not gonna do this every week. I don't think. I I just think we need since it's a mini episode. I wanted to add something. Um, but we're gonna do a Thursday night preview. We're not gonna go through everything, but we're gonna talk about. We're each gonna have an MVP of the game that we predict. We're gonna predict a sleeper, and we're gonna say who's gonna win this thing on Thursday night between the Buffalo Bills and defending champs, uh, Los Angeles Rams. So, uh, who wants to go first? Um, I can go first. I'll go first. So, my MVP, I'm going chalk. Um, It's going to be Josh Allen. I like it. I mean, he's the... Easy pick. Easy, easy pick. Um. Maybe that's why I wanted to go first. So it just looks like you're copying. <laughs> but it's Josh Allen. You know, he's going to – he runs. He throws. He's so damn good. And to think he was just meh when he started, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. My sleeper, though, is uh, wide receiver three, Isaiah McKenzie out of Buffalo. I think Ramsey over Diggs. Even though I own Diggs, I'm not too fond of that. <clears throat> McKenzie's going to get looks. I think he beat out Crowder, and I think he's going to he's going to surprise a lot of people. And with that said, the winner is going to be the winner is going to be Buffalo. So I'm going Buffalo <laughs> across the board um, for this. Chalk City, Jordan, yeah, you yeah. got. Um. So let's see here. My MVP. I'm actually going to go with the Bills' defense. Um, I think they're going to step up big and, uh, I don't know. I just, I just like them in this game. Uh, as for my sleeper, I'm going to go with Dawson Knox. Mike, you alluded yes, to it. Let's with go. Ram- <laughs> you alluded to it with Jalen Ramsey. I think he'll be covering digs all night. So I think it'll open up Dawson Knox for, um, a lot of looks, uh, a lot of looks from Allen. I mean, I don't, I, I like your, your MVP pick for another, for another receiver, but, um, I think just Dawson's that's tied in. Okay. And uh, I'm assuming Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the Bills. We all know about the heartbreaking AFC championship game they had last season. They are a favorite in this game by two and a half points, but ESPN's FBI has, is giving the Rams a 56% chance to win. So who do you believe there guys, uh, Vegas or ESPN's FBI? I don't trust ESPN. Yeah, exactly. So thrown by Disney, the devil. (laughs) Disney's fabulous. Don't you say another word. (laughs) They're manipulating our children. (laughs) I think Josh Allen's going to tear it up, and like I alluded to earlier, um, the Bills D is going to have a big game. So, uh, yeah, Bills are going to win. All right, Dom, you're up. 
All right. Um, y'all are zigging, staying with the Bills. I'm a zag and go with of the course. Rams. <laughs> Got to mix don't it up. Don't you have Josh Give Allen? Give something else. Don't you have Josh <laughs> Allen, Dawson Knox? We're not talking fantasy right now. We're just talking about the game. I think right, Allen's okay. still going to have a great game and Knox. Fair, fair I, enough. Fair I think enough. there's going to be more points than you think. You think it's going to be more defense on the Bills side and probably the Rams too. I didn't say that. There's still going to be points scored. And my MVP of the game is the MVP of wide receivers last year, Cooper Cup. He's still the man. People want to talk about Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and I do too. But the dude is still dominant. I'm not saying he's going to repeat what he did last year for the whole season. Um, But him and Stafford, they're morning coffee buddies, getting breakfast together. And that connection just can't be denied. You know, when you got that bro connection, you just, there's no breaking that. And I think it's still going to be very good this week. And my sleeper is going to be his uh, counterpart, uh, Cooper Cup's counterpart, Allen Robinson, new to the team. A lot of people have left him for dead, not talked about much through fantasy. I don't know if we mentioned him at all during our draft uh, recap or no. weekly previews. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he's going to have an overall good season, and <clears throat> I think he's going to shine a little bit here the first game of the year. Um, against a very good defense. Um, either way, I don't think they can shut both of them down. And I know everyone's talking about the Bills and how they're going to get their revenge because they lost a coin flip and that was the rules. But uh, <laughs> the Rams uh, are going to win in their uh, glory game uh, to start the year. All right. All right, so – me and Mike are all on the Bills, and Dom, you're all Rams, huh? Yeah. Yeah, not willing to water about it, but I'm no, going to no, we're not. <laughs> we, don't, no. we don't want. We don't want to. We don't want to saturate the water bets. <laughs> oh, nice. Did. Yeah. See what I did. All right. So, with that being said, speaking now, of water bets, speaking of water bets, we have a water bet. Zach versus Chris. So we're gonna spin it now. And let them know, let the loser know what they're in for. So, if you don't mind, give me a second. I'm going to spin that wheel. (laughs) It is sneak attack. Ooh, I like it. So, it's a normal cup, eight ounces. The eyes must be closed of the person that's getting wet. Striker may move from side to side, but no closer than normal attack dis- uh, attack range, which is around two yards. So, eyes are closed. You don't know when it's coming. Alright, I, guess... I like that one. So, I will take a picture. Yeah. Sent to the group. I have to say, Amanda says, if you're going to lose another water bet, I want it to be something where I can throw it in your face. So, uh, <laughs> I'm a little jealous of their... Uh... Wheel uh, selection there. Yeah, no. What was the water bet again, Mike? For those who uh, just who wins. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's. I believe it's the battle of your lovers. It it Mm. is the battle of my lovers. You're right. Okay. (laughs) And so our um our last segment, um, like I said, this was a short one, kind of a mini mini episode. (laughs) 
Unless, guys, do you all want to bring anything up before we go to weekly life debate? Oh, um, no, I think we're good. Yeah. All right. Yep. Short and sweet, basically. So, our weekly life debate, maybe we'll have more debate here that's going to fill up some more time. Because we, we spun the wheel early, so everyone had time to think about it. And um, it came up to best comedy movie. All right. Dom gets first pick, I get second, and Jordan will get third. So, Dom, what's your number one pick for best comedy movie? Uh, lots to go through here. Um, we know a lot of the big name guys who are in a lot of these movies. They'll probably be in one, if not both, of you guys' choices with um, Will Ferrell or Adam Sandler uh, of the sort. Um, but I went with a movie that when it came out in general, it was more of a no name cast. People didn't really know what to expect, but the movie's hilarious. Gives us a bunch of good quotes and things that we still reference till today. Um, from our college days, I'm going with the hangover. Ooh, <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> good pick. Yeah. Good pick. Not the table, Carlos. That, That's that, one of <laughs> great. the ones we use more frequently. And, of course, the three best friends that anyone can have, um, a result or something we can reference here on the three dudes saying stuff. I mean, can't get much better than this. I have to admit, I believe I, believe I used a <laughs> – it's a satchel just recently. So <laughs> Indiana Jones has one. Yeah. <laughs> or, or is this place – uh, pager friendly. I mean, I, I, I got to give give props, and that's a good pick. It's a good pick. Yeah, that's that's an excellent pick, Dom. And of course, um, the Wolf Pack. Yes, uh, yeah. toast. But yeah, we can all reference that. Watch it over and again. Get some good laughs. Um, uh, it's always. I'm interested to see where funny. you guys go on this one. You kind of alluded to mine. Um, it is one of it is one of those uh, from the places we from the people we well know. Very quotable, you know. Um, I would say this actor has many leather-bound books on uh, <laughs> mahogany shelves. Uh, it is, it is uh, Anchorman. I mean, it's mm. so quotable. I love Lamb. I love Scotch. I love Lamb. Scotch, Scotch, Scotch. Um, here, come, good, come see how good I look. I say that on the Dale. Daily. Oh, your poor wife. You say that to yourself in the gym at the mirror, don't you? The, yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> Everyone, stop what you're doing. Go see how good I look. Um, it is a great, great movie. Um, I mean, 60% of the time, it works every time. I mean, it is such a funny-ass movie. Uh, the sequel, not so much, but I, I, I loved it. I loved Anchorman, um, and it, it's up there. I think it really kicked off Will Ferrell's career more than anything else. How many reps did you do, Mike? <laughs> I think like a thousand. So Jordan, let's let's right bring out. this home. Yeah, Those biceps never rest. All right, so um, I went a little bit throwback here with my pick. Hopefully, you guys have seen it. Um, this one is back. Came out maybe I can't remember the high school days, maybe even middle school. But it's a cult classic. Uh, it, it's American Pie. That's just that's one of my comedy movies of all time. And uh, I mean, how can you not love Stifler? How can you not love mm. Stifler's mom? All the pranks that are going on in the high school that those guys do to each other and just the bet they made 
uh, everyone knows that the maid to get laid by the end of the year of the high school year. <laughs> I, I just thought that was an, a hilarious movie. All right, question for you, Jordan. Yeah. How many times did you masturbate to that movie? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, more than one. Over under 10. Over under 10? I don't know. That's a secret. <laughs> you were Way just over. about to okay. tell us. <laughs> Way over. <laughs> over one, uh, did, under 10. Did, uh, did anyone... Uh, did anyone have any any uh, um, honorable mentions they want to bring up? Something that was that was that you were fighting between. Um, so I'll go first real quick. I also had Anchorman that I was fighting between. To be honest with you, that one was so good. Uh, and then Pineapple Express. Okay. Nice. Uh, I, I, I have. Was, go ahead. I was considering uh, one of the Sandler classics, uh, either. Uh, Waterboy, but probably between Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Uh, those are a couple of my all-time favorites. I was just about to say the same exact thing. Waterboy, Billy Madison, and Happy Gilmore. All three yeah. were, you know, so good. The only Ace person that compete with that, that trio, I think it would be Will Ferrell. With uh, obviously you said uh, Anchorman, but then Step Brothers. Oh, uh, the other guys. The other, the other guys. guys. Yeah. Talladega Knights is good. Oh, Talladega. Yes. Talladega Knights. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. See, I respect your choices on this one. Way better than best song. Um, so touche, <laughs> guys. I give y'all an A plus for doing so much better. Um, but with that said, I think we're we're wrapping it up. I mean, next week we're going to have week one recaps, week two, um, week two uh, previews, previews, another weekly life debate. Um, I wonder even if I have a, if the wheel is ready, if y'all want me to spin it. I can, if you want to, if you want to know. Uh, Let's do that off the air. We can just keep that right. a surprise yep. for the, the people yep. when keep they show up. a surprise up. to the people. Got it. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, I'll do some editing. Hopefully, it works out well. Don't know how well my audio worked. But, I didn't uh, hear you cut out, but we'll see. Oh, yep, God, we'll I, see. That'd be so amazing. I am sitting in, in the middle of a laundry room where it's like 115 in Sacramento. So, um, <laughs> I, the things I do for this podcast, it's a little ridiculous. Um, oh, Mike. I'll well get you a chair in there, Mike. Yeah. You sounded good today. Well, You're all the best, right. Mike. Well, so yeah, we're gonna do some. I'm gonna do some editing. I'll have it live. Um, you know, I think didn't uh, Apple and Spotify go by by the end of the night last night? Yep. Or last time? Yep. Sweet. I think Spotify is pretty quick. Apple might be a little behind that. Sweet. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, send in your listener questions. You can see they're not being ignored. So, with that being said, guys, get ready for some football. It starts tomorrow. I'm ready. Set your damn lineups. Voice sounds like crap, but I'm ready. Set your lineups, people. Go, go, Stefan Diggs and Tyler Bass. Peace. Later. <laughs> Bye.